So they're always hiring. Yeah. And always losing people. Yeah, but I think for different reasons. On the plus side, some of the annoying ones, they don't last that long. Not in a violent way. I mean, in a sort of, they just get fed up and just, like, quit. Uh, so we're doing Jupiter Sending tonight? Uh, yes, we are. We're alive? We are reviewing Jupiter Ascending tonight. Oh. Cool. Oh, yeah, there it is. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Bit of an off start, but okay, let's get into this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to so another session of Thumbs Up or Down, You Decide. I'm Eric Chappelle. I'm Alyssa Leach. And joining us is Maya Taylor. Hey. <laughs> and uh, be sure to check out her uh, channel. Uh, Melissa, you want to fill in that info? Houseplants, orchids, and more. <laughs> YouTube, Instagram. Hashtag hey. support the plants. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm giving you moral support. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh <laughs> Sorry, I had to drink uh and prepare myself cuz um for this one cuz I don't know if you could hear that in the mic, but that's notes that I actually took for this particular session. We are talking about Jupiter sending and oh boy. Do I have some things to say about this film? But, uh, let me first ask, uh, what was your, uh, first introduction to this movie, Melissa? Um, I can't remember how I was introduced to this film. It could have been something that a friend of mine had, uh, rented or something like that on Redbox. Because I think when it came out in theaters, I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And then we rented it on Redbox because he was too fucking cheap to go to the movie theater. Yeah, that was basically my introduction to this. So running it on Redbox uh, after it finally went to DVD. For me, my introduction was uh, seeing one of the uh, many trailers it had out at the time. Because uh, uh, obviously it, it, it got a lot of attention because it's the Wachowskis. Lana and Andy, or um, at the time of it coming out, it was Lana and Andy. Because I, uh, uh, I think only one of them was uh, transgender at the time. But I think now both of them are. This film was coming off of uh, Cloud Atlas, which was like uh, their first major film after uh, Speed Racer and the Matrix trilogy. So uh, there was definitely some expectation and curiosity to see where this one would go, especially with it being a sci-fi epic focusing on like uh, the entitlement for uh, universal uh, boundaries, in a sense. But what also was interesting was that uh, it was supposed to come out in July of 2014. It later ended up coming out in February of 2015, um, I think I instead ended up seeing Kingsman for a third time, which, no regrets, awesome movie. All I remember is just, like, how this ended up being, like, one of the biggest, uh, financial mistakes for Warner Brothers at the time. It, it ended up being one of those, like, like, one of those, like, big, massive, like, uh, financial bombs that people would talk about. It's like, oh, yeah, did you see that epic, w uh, disaster? It's like, Heaven's Gate usually being, like, an example of that, where it was, like, it was a big budget tanking massively. And with this one, oh boy. I wasn't lying when I said I had notes, because I've got things to say. Uh, do, do you know where to begin on this one? Um, keep in mind, I am a fan of Mila Kunis. 
I do like her a lot. I also am a fan of Channing Tatum. I uh, like his personality. I don't know if I've seen the other actors in a whole lot of other stuff. I'm pretty sure you've seen Sean Bean in the Lord of the Rings films. Not sure who, who, who you're referring to here. Stinger. The gruffed old man in the movie. Probably. Probably. I'm um, pretty sure he's one of those, if you look through his uh, IMDb, you'll be realizing it's like, oh, he's that guy. I mean, not all of the, the, the acting in this movie was, was, was horrible. <laughs> not, not all of it. Oh, we'll get to that. Admittedly, there's, I do agree that there is a lot of issues with this film. A lot of things wrong with it. Between dialogue, pacing, it seemed with the acting in my eyes, there were people either underacting or overacting completely. It was, wasn't, was, I, I don't know. I, it, it definitely could have had better acting in it. Even the storyline was off. The fact that they kept mentioning, okay, I do want to say this. I do. What? My is distracted. Lord. I, um, I, well, one thing I wanted to do, say was, as far as the visuals, love the visuals of the movie. Definitely v a spectacular looking movie. Visually very, very, ple very, very pleasing to the eye. The costumes were really, really amazing in my eyes. I loved the costumes in this movie. Although I'm sure that's probably one thing you're going to mention that you hated. I, I have some choice words, but go on. I mean, majority of the costumes in my eyes were, were, were pretty good. And I do like the soundtrack. Uh, that was actually going to be one of the first things I led into, because uh, I, wanted, I wanted to talk about the things that I, I liked about this uh, first, before I get into all the things that I had problems with. Even, even as I was just like watching the film on its own, and just like having some of the audio uh, play in the background as I was like, you know, just checking some work and so forth, it's like Michael Cicchino, again, fantastic score. Like, uh, this was... This was uh, th definitely around the time that I was, like, really starting to notice him in a lot more. Uh, this score is definitely no exception. Like, uh, like it definitely gets you pumped up. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it just, it really sweeps you in um, very nicely. And I'll even admit, I thought, well, the plot goes all over the place. I will admit, I didn't mind the concept. Because it's not something that I'm... It's not too original. I mean, it's like it's a pretty cliche story about uh, a chosen uh, reincarnated princess needs to be kept safe. And that's uh, pretty standard. I've seen that before, especially in video games and JRPGs. Uh, again, like a lot of the visuals are very spectacular. Like this, especially with the whole idea that uh, other humans exist throughout the universe and are spliced with different animals and different hybrids. Uh, There's certain uh, parts of that that are an interesting concept. It's definitely a film that I do think has... Potential. Yeah, potential and a lot of good ideas and some things that are worth salvaging. The problem is the rest of the film. Between the acting, the plot, because admittedly... I regret watching this alone and being sober. It's definitely a movie that's all over the place. You think it's heading in one direction, but then it completely changes course and you're kind of wondering, okay, on what that. is going on? The, 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 the storyline is very unstable. It's not exactly a very secure storyline. No. I thought the storyline got a little bit repetitive because it, it ends up repeating some of the same beats like three different times where Channing Tatum ends up having to save Mila Kunis' character from the galactic space uh, 
ambassador or something like that. Well, I, I get it. Like, well, it's okay the first time. It's like, by the time I see it, like, the second or third time, I'm like, okay, where are we going with this? Like, we're just copying pasting this. It's almost like they, they, they ran out of ideas because they were trying to make a long film, but then all of a sudden they started running out of ideas on how to do this, and they just started adding shit. For one thing, it didn't have to be as long as it was. It, it, the the storyline really needed to get cleaned up. There's a lot of things wrong with it. First of all, them telling her that she was a reincarnate... Okay, first of all, if you're not seeing this movie, please watch because there's there are spoilers here. I'm not going to lie. Or better yet, here's a spoiler. Take a shot for every time someone in this movie says, Your Majesty. It just... It, uh, with, with, with this movie... First of all, with with the first uh, storyline of them mentioning that she is the reincarnated version of these of, of these kids' mom, yes, she looks a lot like the the, the statue in in the, the film. However, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe comparing DNA is what they should have done. I don't I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. Some of it got really uncomfortably creepy, especially when it got to the brother. Well. The brother, or either one, one of them. One of the brothers basically was trying to convince Mila Kunis' character to marry him. Even I'm like, wait, you're trying to marry your mother? <laughs> when did this turn to Oedipus? We went from fake spear to Oedipus. Okay, what's going on? Um, and then trying to to force her into a marriage near the end when she was saying. But the fact that she was, the, the thought that she was like, oh, okay, well, you're telling me, it, it doesn't creep her out that he's saying, I, I, we, we need to marry each other. She's going, I'm like, did you not just hear him say that he thinks you're the reincarnated version of his mother and he's wanting to put a ring on it? Did oh. you not hear that fact? I think my first question would be, did you kill the dad? I, I, I don't know. And then when the, the, the other son's trying to kill her and then say, literally compare, they're, just, they're always comparing Mia Kuz's character to their, their, their deceased mother. And I'm like, do people have nothing better to do? I'm like, besides the fact that you're trying to, one's trying to kill her. It, it, it was, um, like I said, it just, just the fact that from one kid trying to literally marry, marry her, even though he was just saying, oh, I believe you're the reincarnated version of my mother. So that may, means if you want to marry her ass, what part of that isn't creepy okay, to you, asshole? Thank you. This is, even my mom, <laughs> come on, people. Enough with the incest stories, okay? Oh. Freaking same thing was almost happened in the freaking Mortal Instruments. Like, come um, on! Claiming that Jace and Cleary were, were brother and sister, yet there, there's a whole storyline of them uh, being attracted to each other and starting a relationship? Well, in the South, that's normal. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> also, but, I'm looking at my notes, and it's the one brother who's, like, obsessed with his mother, and the first note I wrote was, Mother pushed out everyone, even me, when I was born. It's mostly because in the beginning they show you uh, Mila Kunis's parents, like uh, as she's narrating, like how they met and who they were. Which I'm gonna straight up say it's like you did not need that scene at all. Or if you did need it, it's like don't cut to Mila Kunis or have her narrate. 
I don't know. For part me, I'm was, thinking of different okay. ways this movie could have been edited. Part of it, part of the problem with this was the editing. Part of it was the fact that I, I th- think that the storyline was not properly organized, if that makes sense. Uh, it was all over the place. You didn't really know what was going on. It got repetitive. <sighs> there, just The one thing that actually yeah. did make sense that I did write down was that Channing Tatum addressed... Uh, uh, multiple different universes as the the verse. So I'm like, okay, so I guess that's the grammatically proper way to say different uh, universes, or because like I guess two universes would be bi verses. Okay, that's that's you get one brownie point. Good for you, puppy. <laughs> Which brings me to one of my next notes. It's like Channing Tatum reveals that his character Cade Weiss is half wolf. Which Okay, sounds kind of cool on paper, but then he also makes the comment about how he has more in common with the dog, and then we have that really awkward line from Mila Kunis. Um, I've loved dogs, I've always loved dogs. Credit. Why? Part of the problem with this movie is the editing. Part of it also is the freaking acting, because I'm sorry, a lot of people in this movie were either underacting or, in my eyes, overacting. The other issue was the script and the writing. That is 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 an issue with dialogue. That's not in that that or that impossibly direction. To be honest with you, <laughs> I kind of lost it when Eddie Redmayne said, "My mother never cleaned a toilet in her life." <laughs> Between the the editing, the my acting, dad put a whole potato in his mouth. The 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 writing. It just this film really needed to be worked on more. It definitely wasn't ready to be made into a film. It's confusing, it's all over the place, you don't know what you're watching, it gets repetitive. After a while, it's just like, okay, people, come on, wrap this shit up. Because I've been trying to think of the best way I can think of, like, what my biggest problem with this movie is. Because, uh, like, I get I, I get that there's some appeal of it just uh, for the fact that it's uh, focusing on, like, a, a female protagonist, and it's like, that's perfectly fine. But the thing is, Jupiter Jones in this story, uh, when you take a step back, it's like, she's basically a MacGuffin throughout the story. And it's like, had it being told through Channing Tatum's character's perspective, it probably would have flowed about the same and and probably would have probably worked a little easier considering we're focusing on him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's the one who actually does have like an arc throughout this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, he's the one who's like trying to like clear his name, like uh, thinking that... Maybe rescuing this uh, royal, uh, reincarnated royalty might be his way into the clearing. It would have made for a much better story if it was about him and his character. I mean, I can understand it if they wanted to still do this and have it done through Jupiter's perspective, but the thing is, they don't really do much with Jupiter as a character. And it's, al- it's almost as if they didn't know who they want to make the movie about. Yeah. So they tried to make it about both of them. But they didn't do it in the correct way. Their chemistry just doesn't really work that well. And I'm going to be honest, Channing Tatum's a weak in this movie. A what? <laughs> the wolf guy. And He's a what? Channing Tatum is weak in this movie. Weak? Weak, yes. Oh. His acting is weak. Yeah. There are a lot of times where it's like, I'm sorry, that scene where he's like getting wailed on by Sean Bean, it's like, the way he's delivering sub lines, it's like, he's acting like he didn't get hit at all. I don't believe you, buddy. It's like, I would have at least had your talking be a little groggier than that. I'm not gonna lie to you, I actually think I liked him better than Magic Mike. <laughs> Magic Mike's a good movie. 
I I I liked his acting better in that. It, it so it it just I I don't I don't know. It was um between God is all of it, but like I said, it it, it was almost as if they started off with one storyline, but then they they started realizing that they liked this other particular storyline, and then near the end they weren't really sure which storyline they want, which movie storyline that they wanted to turn this movie into, but they didn't want to give either storyline up, so they tried to make it into one, but that didn't really work. My theory is that they so probably... tried to make an, an arc for both, but that didn't work. Yeah, it's like, uh, my theory is that it's like, uh, I'd imagine that one of these uh, scenario plot lines of... Uh, uh, tr uh, Channing Tatum making that big rescue. It's like, I'd imagine that was, like, originally supposed to be, like, not included in the film because, like, it was probably, like, supposed to be only, like, two rescues and then, like, maybe, like, a half rescue but not make it all the way. And then they decided to add that in just I mean, for, like, time filler. Her at least, like, what, two or three times? Three times, I counted. Okay. From the Guardian... No, no, wait. Actually, no. You're More than that because... Uh, it's in the hospital when he first saves yeah, her, first and then the next the time, and then the next time when they're exiting out, and then going on that uh, little uh, sky uh, skating rink from in, around the city at the in the sky. And apparently, she's definitely a damsel in distress in this movie. Yeah, and that's what really bugs me is that for a film that's like trying to be a little bit more pro female protagonist, it's like it's not really doing the best job of like having someone uh, having a protagonist that's that involving. It's like because she's like again. She's the MacGuffin just being the star of this journey. But she doesn't do yeah. anything. Well, uh, her characters all kind of seem like she was clueless. Quite often. This this is also where I, I, I agree with you that it should have been about Channing Tatum's character because he at least knew more of what was going on mm -hmm. than, than, than she did. Um, she, it, just, it seemed like her character just didn't know... And quite frankly, I think there was an, even an interview with Mila Kunis and I think Mila Kunis herself doesn't even know what the fuck this movie's about there was a lot of obvious green screen like uh before that big wedding scene it's like uh where she's in that room it's like there were a lot of shots where i could tell it's like that background's not changing size but her angle is so it w it was um yeah it just like oh even at the end yeah. it's like i could tell it's like uh chad Tatum didn't know where the fuck he was it just i i don't, I don't know this is a film that didn't even know what it wanted to be this, this movie will, will leave you confused, but it won't, if that makes sense. There definitely are other confusing films, ones that we will definitely be talking about in the future, but... It's one of those films that doesn't explain anything, yet explains too much. Yeah. It's kind of like college. You ask a question, it gives you a lecture on something else. Oh, and for one weird moment, it goes from, like, being this, like, uh, fetch quest uh, to suddenly going into Brazil, which is where I got the uh, JRPG idea from, because it's like, okay, it's like, gotta go to this, to that, to this, to that, get that, and so forth. Okay. And then, obviously, with my uh, mentioning it's a reference to Brazil, it's like, obviously, then at the end, it's got the director of Brazil, Terry Gilliam, at the end, and I'm like, Why? I've seen worse films, but I've also seen better films. Yeah. With this movie, I would say proceed with caution, because if you're a fan of Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum, uh, I actually... Watch I Magic Mike and Ted instead. So, yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't know. There, there are definitely better movies that they're in that, that you could definitely watch, but 
I could definitely tell. It's like after watching it and thinking about Guardians of the Galaxy, I can imagine it's like they delight this to not get humiliated by them. It just, um, yeah, I, I would say... And uh, I think they wanted uh, people to think of Channing Tatum with one good movie that year. Tell me, 22 Jump Street was actually even better than this film. 22 Jump Street's a good movie. I love that movie. Um, so, it's just not my favorite for him. If you want a good love story with Channing Tatum, I would say, uh, oh god, what, what's that one movie that he, he's in with um, Rachel McAdams? No, the Vow? Yes, The Vow. Oh. <laughs> no, not that. You're thinking no. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Which actually, that movie's actually really good. Um, but yeah, I would say watch The Bow if you want a really good romance film with Channing Tatum. Um, if you're wanting a decent uh, movie or decent romance film with Mila Kunis, I want to say there, there's a movie with her and Justin Timberlake. I just, I'm not remembering what the freaking name of the movie's called. Just, fr- uh, just Friends. Just Friends, yes. Watch that film. Oh, no, wait. Friends with Benefits. That's, that, that's the film. That, that's it? Yeah, that's the film I'm thinking of. Uh, Just yeah. Friends is another Ryan Reynolds film, I think. Uh, watch Friends with Benefits and, yeah. Or Ted. Or or Ted, yes. That, that has romance in it, too. It's a stupid romance, but not romance in the it's, it's it, To like some it's, people, it's not stupid to be well, with their teddy bears. Well, well, no, I'm not. What I'm saying is just, like, it's more of, in my eyes, it's more of a comedy than a romance, okay. is what I'm saying. Because I kind of consider okay, Ted more enough. of a comedy than I do a romance film. Okay, they're, they're, it's more like a, a comedy with ro- with a romantic um, thing in it, but it's not romance. Okay. So yeah, because anything that McFarlane does in my eyes is, is more like comedy than it is romance in my eyes. So even if there's like even even with um, ooh, that's actually one movie that we need to add to the list is um, Thousand Ways to Die in the West or Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I I actually have the Blu-ray for that. We will be watching that. <laughs> I would honestly, at the end of the day, just say kind of skip it. Like there, there's other movies that they're in that are better than this one. So yeah, I agree. And um, compared to some of the other notable like worst films from like 2015, since that's the year it officially came out, I don't know. It's like I'd probably say like this is probably like tied up there with like Jurassic World in terms of like. You know, in terms of, like, films that I really didn't like. is like, uh, Jurassic World, I, I was not a fan of the first one. Mm. <laughs> with, with Chris Pratt? Yeah, it's like the, the, the one... I never the, actually saw that. I, I guess it, I, know, it's, I know. It's fine. You're not missing much. <laughs> if you're somebody who's into, like, sci-fi trash... Uh, sci-fi trash? That, that, that's probably the best way I could say it. It's, it's sci-fi trash, and... Because... Like, this could definitely be something that someone could really find a lot of fascinating things about. Every movie's got a fan somewhere out there, even the worst ones. And, like, and with this one, it's like, I can definitely understand the fan base and seeing the potential with it, or maybe the potential was realized, and maybe, you know, they're just seeing it from a different angle. Hmm. Uh, if you do like it, good for you, but... Mm-hmm. If you're just if you're somebody who's just like looking for like sci-fi trash to like kind of like relax or riff to with a bunch of friends and have a few cold ones, I think this definitely might fill the gap of a couple hours. Uh, yeah, not not the best by a long shot. So yeah, if if um like I said, if you're looking for a movie with with either of these those people in it, um, search anything else. Yeah, just. Like I said, there's much better romantic films. There's even a, a movie with Channing Tatum and uh, Amanda Seyfried, which is 
a much a much better uh, romance. Dear film. John. Yep, Dear John. Uh-huh. Um, Watch Guardians of the Galaxy two. Honestly, it's like that's a bit of a sci-fi slash rom uh, rom com a bit, and it's like uh, I mean it doesn't go like fully into the rom uh, romantic side of things, but it's like it it dabbles it dabbles in it enough to like be satisfying in my eye. Either that or there's other uh, recent uh, sci-fi romance films that have actually come out uh, recently. I think uh, one of uh, one of them is a movie called Space Between Us, possibly. Mm-hmm. Something with sci-fi and romance. Uh, just look elsewhere. This is not exactly the best um, movie to go for. It lacks in a lot of things. Out of curiosity, where would you rank this among the uh, Wachowskis' previous works? Well, between uh, The Matrix and... What else are, are am I uh, be, be between rating it between? Uh, well, uh, let me check. I I forget what their first film was, but I know they've done the Matrix trilogy, Speed Racer, Cloud Atlas. I... This film. Okay, I've seen Speed Racer, but in all honesty, it's been so long I kind of forgot the movie. Bound, that was their first film. It was uh, with uh, Jennifer Tilly and uh, Gina Gershon. Oh, um, when it comes to Bound, I mean, I know this is, movie is supposed to be about Jupiter Sunday, but when it comes to their, their movies in general, because I did watch Bound in, in my, uh, I think, the one of the last uh, film classes I had to take at UNLV, and I wasn't that impressed. Acting in it seemed a little too much, a little too cliche, mostly by, um, what's her name, um, Jennifer Tilly, believe it or not. I thought her acting was just very, very cliche. I haven't seen the film, so I can't really give an um, opinion on that. Yeah, so it wasn't really, At least that one. I don't think, I, I hated Speed Racer at all, so I, but I really can't say for certain. Speed Racer, I actually really enjoy in, uh my own little weird way but when it comes i mean with I'm, I'm sorry with the matrix that's honestly one of my favorite films so i mean not my absolute favorite but definitely one that shaped a good portion of my childhood so i would definitely I'd say have to, uh, i'd have to say this is either uh this is because matrix in my eyes tops tops this movie yeah. So does Speed Racer, based on what I remember it being, because at least with Speed Racer, there was a consistent storyline, there was a consistent plot, the acting was pretty good, and all that, and I mean, from what I remember, uh, the, the effects uh, gave into the fact that, that he was oftentimes uh, portraying his, his inner child a lot. Hmm. Um, but when it comes to, like, comparing this with, with, with Bound on which one I think was their worst, weakest or the, the weakest um, I'd have to say bound before uh, before Jupiter sending the reason why is at least with bound it was consistent the characters were, were, were well um, developed the dialogue was better uh, the acting may have been a little bit cliche but the movie at least knew what it was. I'd say for me, uh, my placement of this film would be, uh, I would probably put this on the same level as maybe the matrix reload, uh, reloaded, but on this, uh, just under cloud Atlas. 
but I would definitely say this is still above Matrix Revolutions in my eye. Uh, I I'm not including Bound on this because I like I said I haven't mm -hmm. seen that yet. Uh, but like yeah, my two favorite are still like the first Matrix and the uh, Speed Racer. With Matrix Reloaded, it's like I kind of enjoy that as like you know kind of a a dumb sequel follow-up, kind of like anybody would, like any action sequel. Actually, I think I have seen Cloud Atlas, but I I don't I don't remember it. I it's been so long since I've seen it. Hmm. I'd have to rewatch it again to let to to really be able to tell people what I actually think of it. One of my biggest notes was. Uh, how can you have a fight between a half lizard man and a half wolf man and make it boring? Yeah, it, it was. Especially when both of them are supposed to be winged. It just there was. A, I want my pega wolf. There was so many things. Or is it wolf? Or is it Lycosis? Wolves. There, there, there are so many issues with it that it's, it's. Out to the sky. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get over that. There, there was a lot of issues, that's all I can really say. So, for me it's a thumbs down, but, like I said, not not the worst film I've ever seen. So, um, I don't know, this is, this one is going to be one that you guys have to see whether you, what you decide on. This is a thumbs down, but it can be a thumbs up if you're drunk. In, in the words of Jeremy Johns. Alright, uh, that's pretty much our two cents on Jupiter Ascending. What did you guys think of it? And, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Give it a watch and tell us what you think down below. And until next time, I am Eric Chappell. I'm Mosley. And we will see you guys next time. Later. <laughs>